What's up, listeners? Ted Cluck here, co-host of the Cluck Podcast, and I'm here to talk to you about a brand that I absolutely love, a brand that I've been in a relationship with for a long time, and a brand that the Cluckcast is now in a relationship with, and it's the Dwell Bible app. Uh, I've had the Dwell app on my phone for years now. I love it. The way the Dwell Bible app works is that they will read the Bible to you out loud. Any passage, any plan, any voice style, uh, lots of different voices to choose from, lots of different plans to choose from. I love the I'm feeling playlist. Uh, when I get glum, when I get anxious, when I get angry, when I feel guilty, uh, I'll hit up those playlists, collections of passages from the Bible that speak to that thing. Again, it's the Dwell Bible app. And if you go to dwellapp.io slash cluck, dwellapp.io slash K-L-U-C-K, you can get some special offers only for Cluckcast listeners. Uh, you can get 10% off a Dwell yearly subscription or 30% off Dwell Lifetime. Dwell Lifetime gives you lifetime access to the app with a one-time purchase. Uh, so you get all the updates, all the new playlists, all the new voices, um, access to the Bible 24-7, listen to it in the car. I listen to it in the shower. Uh, it's a good way to start my day. Um, whether you're driving, whether you're showering, working out, uh, the Dwell app is a great way to get some Bible into your life. Visit dwellapp.io slash cluck. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus talk about the things that make them happy. Because we can Let's do it. Ted, my friend, how are you? What's going on? All of the pleasantries. All the pleasant, baby. I sense that you're a little glum this morning. Are you down? <laughs> I'm not. So it's how can not I make down. your life better? I'm. I'm uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> how can you help me, Ted? Yeah. No, you know it's interesting, Ted. Like we're we're coming into uh, kind of the the like the massive portion of the Christmas season, yep. right? And and what's really interesting for me is is I think I don't know if it's a nostalgia thing I don't know if it's a I my like I my natural reaction is to be different than what people are telling me yeah. I need to be yeah. you know but like Christmas like the holiday season for me is it, it it's a little it's a little glum yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and, and and I know that's not the popular thing to say, and it's not like I'm walking around like you know with like woe is me, like the Michael Sarah meme. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, not doing anything like that. It's just it's 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 not it's not like all of the peppermint sticks and the 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 snow globes that I'm told I should be feeling. Well, you see, I have I have another I have another acquaintance for whom it is all those things. 
And yeah. um, <laughs> sure. so you mean to tell, what I'm hearing is you didn't walk out your front door this morning to a light dusting yeah. of snow on the way to an appointment at the bakery. <laughs> no. And when you and when you press the button on your car, it wasn't like a Bing yeah. Crosby Christmas tune to just yes. make yeah, you feel yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm hearing is that's not been your experience. My my car horn is not Christmas bells. So it isn't like no. a like a winterberry Christmas wonderland every time you walk out the front door like it is for this other person <laughs> that we both know. You know it's not. It, it's actually Gosh. not. No. But How dare you. I could I could put on social media and people would think it is. Sure. Well, there you go. You know what I'm I mean, saying? Maybe that's like, it'd be very easy. Honestly, maybe, that's been, dude, maybe it's been in front of you it. this whole time. Maybe that's a solution. I need to just convince myself by convincing others. Well, dude, let's let's do this thought experiment for 30 seconds. Okay. Maybe yes. this other person's way of dealing with glumness and despair and sort of failure and, um, you know, wreckage all over the landscape of life is to convince others that, that his Christmas experience is you know, idyllic and perfect and, and Hallmark esque. Um, I don't know. It's a theory, you know? So what you're, what you're saying is what's the possibility that the Christmas King Mm. uh, is not actually, uh, it it, 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 it is not actually, uh, too, too jazzed with his throne. What if the emperor has no, uh, fitted curated hipster clothes? You know, as the fable goes. What if what if the emperor has no stockings? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, can we go that? We, we could go that way, yeah. It's a family program. We could definitely go that way. No, I get what you're saying about the glumness, though. And I think... I, yeah, it's... I think you're sort of hearkening back to something. There was a particular feeling that Christmas delivered when you were a kid. Yeah. And, yep. you know, That's for you're, sure. you're quite a bit younger than me, so you're closer to childhood than I am. And I, I think where I'm at, I've sort of made my peace with Christmas not feeling that way anymore. And it hasn't yeah. for a long time. And, you know, I I think I'm in a spot where I'm just sort of enjoying what I can about it, but I'm not expecting it to deliver much in the way of a feeling. Um, although I still enjoy it, and I enjoy... I think just the change of pace that it provides, like work schedule-wise and stuff like that, which is the most unromantic sort of... No notion of it imaginable, and, but it's true though. It, it like, is, like it, yeah. It, it is like it gives us practical things that are enjoyable, like yeah. less time at the office. No, I know, and and like so, life life in this world isn't sort of meant to be idyllic, and that doesn't mean that yeah. it has to be grinding and miserable all, all the time. But um, you know, if we're sort of curating this experience as perfect and aspirational and idyllic, then that's it's just not true. And we know that it's not true. Right. And yet it makes you feel like it should be true. And then you get disappointed when it isn't. I, I mean, I, I would yeah. venture a guess that, and I don't know, maybe our listeners can weigh in on this. I think more people probably struggle with aspects of Christmas than don't. In the sense mm-hmm. that like, it is a reminder of whatever is wrong in our families or, or our extended families or you know, whatever has kind of gone sideways about adulthood versus what we used to dream that it would be in childhood. Um, you know, that's Christmas for most people. And it's a, it's a season right. to kind of reflect on those things. But also, you know, if, if we know Christ, which we do, it's a season to reflect on, you know, the incarnation and how kind the Lord was to save us. And, and you know, so we get kind of a, a both and experience with Christmas, which you know, it's just by nature kind of conflicted. Yeah, no, I think, I think, I think that's, I think that's especially true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And and I think I think that's it's interesting because it goes against I think kind of the whole societal demands of the season. Yeah. And again, like not not that not that you want to fall into the trap of being like Hey, I'm sad. I'm glum. Therefore, you can't have any fun. Yeah, that's right. Right, right. Because that's that's like taking it too far. Well, right? and dude, part of being a man is like dealing with your own glumness so that other people can have fun. And I yeah, realize exactly. that's a it's a, probably a very mid-century unpopular opinion, but yeah. I actually think it's Ted, careful there, man. You're getting a little. Right. Uh, I said the word man, which, masculine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those but white wouldn't... conservative men that are the worst. <laughs> 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 wouldn't want you as a man to show any yeah. masculinity. No, no, we wouldn't want that. Just a just a chainsaw juggling glass chewer, you know, Neanderthal over here is what I am. <laughs> yeah, but, that's uh, right. Yeah. But but yeah, no, I mean it is it is very true. Yeah. Like I think and again, like I'm not walking around with a chip on my shoulder no. like, oh, it's the worst season ever, no. you know, but it's just it's it's like it doesn't deliver what it used to, and True. I realize that, yeah. you know, and, and I think I realize that things are different, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, it's just resetting the expectations. Yeah, totally. Um, but, like, so I, I, I preached at my church yesterday, and it was it was talking about how, how I feel this, because we're going through Advent right now, yeah. um, and... And I was talking about this, about how like I have this expectation in my head that I want things to be a certain way and they don't. Yeah. And my expectations are always setting me up to be disappointed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's why I think like I really do try to press into a few things in Christmas mm. because I find that it helps ground me. Yeah. Right. Like 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 I love I love our Christmas Eve service. Oh, dude, yeah. Like, I, I love a good Christmas Eve service. I agree, yeah. Because it, like, that is something, and you know what? This is interesting, Dad. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve service is a constant. That mm. has never changed. Mm. That's not something that, like, wanes with your childhood. Yeah. Like, I experience the same, like, hope and feelings in a Christmas Eve service now. Yeah. I would say even more so now. Yeah. That I'm an adult than I did as a kid. Yeah. So there, there are these like little pockets of things yeah. that like help ground me. And what I'm finding is that it's less on the material materialism side, mm-hmm. less on the like experiential side, yeah. and more on the I think the things that are supposed to supposed to be there, which is obviously the gospel, yeah. obviously like the real reason we're celebrating Christmas, and like those are the things that are now becoming special for me, mm. and it's less. Oh, you know, we, you know, opened up all these presents or, oh, yeah. I had this amazing experience like, you know, playing, you know, pool with my brothers or something yeah, like yeah, that. You know, right. you know, you know, all these things that I miss. Yeah. Um, but it just it, it, it I'm seeing it shift yeah. to like, you know, the things I really value mm. are like my Christmas Eve service. Yeah. Uh, you know, spending time with folks at my church, and and I mean it. I mean, surprise, surprise. I guess it's like it's all lo- like local church. Like, well, it's all local church oriented. In a way, that's as it should be as we get older, right? And yeah, in a, I think so. Not even in a way because it sounds like this conversation would be, I mean, foolishness to the world, right? So sure, even our non-believing family members whom we love would listen to this and be like. 
you know, going to church on Christmas Eve is more yeah. joyful than opening presents. Like you're, you're insane. Oh. Like, what are you smoking? Dude, Josh will this, you know, can, can we do a minute? Can we do a minute on the outrage in our culture right now on whether or whether or not we should be having church on Sunday, uh, on Christmas? Dude, we can. I'm not, I'm not aware of the outrage like, because I'm, I'm not a social media guy, but, um, I've, I've heard, I've heard tell of it. So, uh, yeah. So it's, it's <clears throat> the most bizarre thing mm-hmm. to me, Ted. Okay, because just just with my limited knowledge and very limited yeah. knowledge of how the 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 world calendar works. Yeah. All right. I'm pretty dang sure that we've had Christmas on Sunday before. Yeah. I don't think that this is something that's unique to 2022. Well, but we haven't right? had Christmas on Sunday in an era that dovetails with like just the massive rise of social media. Right. Because mm. the last time we had Christmas on Sunday, which was, I don't know what, like seven years ago or whatever. Um, was it? I don't okay. know. I, I know nothing about like world calendars. But yeah. the last time it happened, I'm guessing it wasn't like a make it about me moment, which is what everything mm. is now. So whether it's the World Cup yeah. or the NFL, you know, playoff race or whatever, you can you can make it about you. And so this whole aspect of oh my gosh, now I'm faced with this dilemma of do I get up and go to church on Sunday morning? Which for you and me is a no-brainer. Like if our church is meeting, of course, like we want to be there. That's our family, you know? Um, But I think for a lot of people, even in the church, this moment is sort of revealing where some of the idolatries are, you know? Um, Mm, Yeah. And if, if, uh, I don't know, some Christmas experience other than like, celebrating the birth of Christ with my church family sort of takes precedence. I don't know. It's, it's a weird deal, man. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it, it is. I So yes, that that's where I fall, yeah. you know, on the whole thing. And, and obviously I'm not a jerk about it, yeah. but, but for some reason, like this has become the pony horse for so many people. Yeah. It, it, just this year, you know, yeah. it's like I I need to make my my opinion. I got to plant my flag here. You know, I got to plant my flag because this is a gospel issue. You know, yeah. and it's amazing how everything becomes a gospel issue when you're passionate about it. Yeah, but it, it, it's just it's so it's so interesting. And like you got people like calling out churches. Like if your church is canceling service on Sunday, that's not a church. Mm. Find a different church, mm-hmm. right? And then you got yeah. It's just it's so bizarre to me how easy we can take something and make it just this big controversy yeah and it, it's it's just it's weird dude like of all yeah. the things well like it's 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 like we don't have enough we don't have enough to to, to, to fight about to, to fight about well i mean honestly if you boil it down to its essence and and really i see this in so my students now are roughly 18 19 20 years old and they've grown up in this era where the way to drive viewership to anything is to create controversy. Yes, so in their mind, controversy creates, you know, viewers or eyeballs or listeners or money. And even, dude, even my book, Why We're Not Emergent, kind of illustrated this in the sense that, like, the emergent church was good for business for everybody, right? It mm, was actually yeah. good for young reformedom to have something to kill. You know what I mean? Sure. And, it, and it kind of... It kind of elevated everybody in the sense that, you know, that book being kind of a polemic take on an issue, it was good for us. It was good for them. It was it was just good for business in a pragmatic, and that's a very disgusting way to talk about it, right? Because sure, there there sure. wasn't much about the emergent church that was good, um, save for this idea of like, 
you know, it, it was kind of the first gen thing to be on one side or the other of. And then everything yeah. has just kind of grown from there. But um, yeah, dude, it's yeah. gross. And I, I think maybe what we're longing for when we think about childhood Christmas is just sort of a world without that stuff in it. And mm, yeah, I mean, I remember just feeling very safe, very secure, feeling like I could enjoy the tree and my parents and my presence. And I was an only child. So like it was, a, it was a very quiet household and I lived kind of in my own head anyway. So like whatever new CD I got, I would just go back to my room and listen to it and like sit in my rocking chair and dream wow. about my life basically. And, and you know, it, it's pretty massively uncool, but like, that's kind of what I spent yeah. most of my time doing. And I really missed that. You know, it was, it was joyful yeah. and, and fun. And I don't dream about my life anymore because I'm busy living it. And right. But I do miss yeah. dreaming about it. That was actually kind of more fun in a lot of ways, you know? Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, because you weren't limited by the reality. That's right. Right. Yeah. Like, like you, you, you had the whole future ahead of you. Yeah. You were not aware of your physical or, or talent or, or mental, like that's right. Strictures, like restrictions, restrictions. Right. Well, and the ironic <laughs> thing is I wouldn't change anything, you know, like what I'm doing yeah, now is sure. basically what I dreamed about, but, yeah, um, right. You know, it's still, there's something, you know, very kind of grounded about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. exactly. Exactly. So question for you. Go. What, what are you guys doing for Christmas this year? What's uh, like, what's, what's happening? Yeah. Just staying home, having my parents here. So, um, okay. Yeah. All right. Your folks are coming yep. up. Folks are coming down and, uh, spending, I don't know, five, six days together. So yeah, okay. we will, we will go to church on Sunday morning. Um, looking forward to that. Okay. I, I have a, just a pragmatic thing on that actually. Um, okay. yeah. Christmas with family and I love my yes. family. Christmas day traditionally is like this yawning expanse of time where the most stimulating part of it is over, like by, I don't know, 9 a.m. or whatever. And then it, yeah. then you're just looking at the clock going, oh, wow, I've, I've got a massive amount of yes, time to fill. There's a lot of time. So there. I appreciate your church just for the sort of like it, it's going to fill a nice couple hour chunk of time. And sure. Kind of get us moving, get us out of the house for a little bit. I don't know. I'm in on yeah. it. I, th- I think it's good on on that level, too. Yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. So, okay, so so Christmas in the Cluck household. Then walk me through Christmas morning. What does this look like? Are you guys doing? Yeah, um, like are you guys a stockings family? Are you? A, yeah. So here's you know, the deal let, with us, all, dude. So yes, and it, I'll start it. I'll start on Christmas Eve because Christmas Please Eve do. is fun. And then dude. walk us through. So our church doesn't actually do a service on Christmas Eve, but there's this other really good church in the area, uh, First Baptist of Jackson. And they do an amazing okay. Christmas Eve service. So typically we'll go to theirs um, because I like going to a Christmas Eve service. And it's actually fun yeah. because I get to see like friends and colleagues who go to that church. And then I get to see like friends from my church who go who pull up there for Christmas Eve. Um, yeah. So we do that. And then we do like food wise. And this is getting into fat guy content, which I know you like and I like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for <laughs> Christmas Eve, we do like an array of like finger foods. So, you know, appetizers of all kinds. And we'll listen to Christmas music. We'll do the appetizers. And then the night of Christmas Eve, we'll open the the majority, the lion's share of our gifts gets get opened on Christmas Eve. Okay. So you're a Christmas Eve gift guy. Yeah, I'm a Christmas Eve gift guy. Because that's the big debate. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. do you do it Christmas Eve or Christmas morning? Yeah. And and my family always did it Christmas morning. Yeah. Um, Six of one, half so a dozen to the other. I don't attach any yeah. value to it, but uh, yeah. that's just the way we've always done it. And then Christmas morning, we'll do stockings and like maybe one big gift. Um, okay. So like when the kids were young, like you know the 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 PlayStation would get unwrapped on Christmas morning sure, or whatever the whatever sure. the big gift was. And yeah. um, so we'll do that. And then KK usually makes like a fabulous egg bake casserole of some kind. Oh. Um, so we'll enjoy that together on Christmas morning. And then, you know, in, in years where we don't have church and it'll, it'll be the same, like we'll usually do a huge, just bonkers meal midday on Christmas day. So like okay. while the football games and stuff are going on and this year, it's going to be beef Wellington, dude. So oh. you get that nice filet, wrapped in the pastry with the Duxelle sauce. Um, dude, I need I need picks. Oh, dude, you'll get some picks. You'll get some picks. So we're doing yeah. we're doing a big beef Wellington meal midday Christmas day. So that'll that'll be the day. Um That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So this beef Wellington, you got to walk me through this yeah. because I know what beef Wellington is. Yeah. But like so is she like like are you going to the butcher shop and yeah. like 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 Ebenezer Scrooge, right? Yeah. It's like I need the biggest tenderloin you've got, dude. Spare no expense. Wrap it in the finest parchment, dude. Basically, we so, are. We have a butcher yeah. shop here, and it's actually this kid. This is kind of cool. Um, and I realize this is devolved into basically just a phone call. But um, so it's this dude, and he calls himself like a fishmonger, and he drives to okay. the he drives to the Gulf of Mexico every day. Like someone from his company drives to the Gulf brings back fresh fish. So this is the wow. this is the yeah, this is the guy that we would get our fresh fish from. And Wait, how far is the Gulf of Mexico from? You're in Tennessee. Yeah, dude, it's a bit how of a deal. I want to say it's 7 or 8 hours. So like somebody's going down there every day to bring back fresh like seafood. Fish. Yeah. Wow. And so he makes this run, but come to find out the guy also has like elite steaks, cuts of meat, etc. So when we want a really nice steak, we've been getting like our, our steaks from this dude. And um, for the life of me, dude, I'd give him a free shout out if I could remember the exact name of his company, but I can't remember it. Um, but I know exactly Man. where it is. Uh, I, could, I could point people in the Jackson area to it. But yeah, uh, but no, he does an amazing job. Really good cuts of meat. Um, so that's where we're getting our um, our beef Wellington. And then... There's like a mushroom and red wine. They call it a Duxelle sauce that gets made as sort of the middle layer between the, right. the tenderloin and the and the pastry. And then yeah. the whole thing gets wrapped in like a, I don't know, a pastry that exists somewhere on a continuum between like pie crust and super flaky. Yeah, I think it's a puff pastry, isn't it? Yeah, but it's chewer than a I puff think... pastry. Like it, it, okay. it comes out and maybe it's the Duxelle just sort of seeping sure. into it but it's it's the perfect consistency of sort of a little bit of crunchy on the outside chewy on the inside yeah. and then you get the duke cell and the steak and it's oh, just man. a party dude it's the best dude. thing and it might be the one thing that i'm looking forward to the most about this christmas because well, that's understandable yeah at my age dude you don't you don't get excited too much about presents um but it's more like what kind of experience am i gonna have and uh yeah that's that's what i'm looking forward to yeah, dude, that sounds absolutely amazing. Yeah. Like, yes, send me pics. One of these days, it, I, it is it is a food bucket list because, mm -hmm. yes, I do have a food bucket list. Mm -hmm. I want to try Beef Wellington. You got I've it. I've never tried it. Yeah. I've always seen it. Yeah. 
Uh, I've never been to a restaurant that 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 serves it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't think I'm going to classy enough restaurants. Yeah, but, uh, and if you we, go to a restaurant, and get it, it. it's probably like a hundred bucks. I mean, it's, it's probably true. It's really involved. It's true. But um, yeah. but yeah, no, it's yeah. it's it's a party, man. You would love it. So can we can we talk gifts real quick? Yeah. Can we can we do some breaking news on the podcast on? What 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 gifts uh, people in your household are are receiving, or are you surrounded by people right now? No, I'm not. But like, if this drops on Wednesday, or do we have another one for Wednesday? No, we don't. Okay, no. so this will drop yeah, on Wednesday, yeah, so we can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. Oh man, I didn't. Even we can't think necessarily about that. do Dang gift it. content because yeah, your wife actually listens. Oh, she listens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she loves it, dude. Uh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. I, I, I legitimately like no, no sarcasm. Mm-hmm. I really love that KK loves this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that makes me happy. I love it. Is too. there anything better than your wife, like liking something that that you that you do, dude? There isn't. <laughs> you know? No, it's the best thing. It, it. Uh, whenever I walk through the room and and she's listening to this, um, or really any of my podcasts, but th- this is um, yeah. this is one that I know she really enjoys it, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it fills my heart with joy for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, Ted. Uh, before we before we wrap, mm-hmm. um, I gotta ask yeah. if you had to just if you know gun to your head. Yep. Christmas season. Yeah. All right. They say, Ted, we need you to curate uh-huh. for yourself and for the masses on social media. Yeah, yeah. We need. Christmas aesthetic Ted mm. it has to be perfect it has to be quintessential it has to be yeah. social media grammable worthy oh man yeah. all right I need you to curate for yourself yeah or perhaps this podcast as a whole it doesn't matter yeah. whichever is yeah. easier for you yeah I need Christmas Christmas Clutcast or Christmas Ted yeah what, so what are we looking at if I was going to be like this other person in our life that we know and I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna take a picture that was sort of equal parts admire me, think I'm attractive, be a little mm. bit jealous about my life, um, b- become envious, but really it's just it's it's me trying to look like I'm just sharing a, a sort of candid picture of Christmas. What would it look like? Um, yes. All right, yes. I'll talk you through it. So yeah, when I was a kid, and, and this hits at the nostalgic level, um, and if my parents listen to this, which I think they do from time to time, one of my favorite things to do was sit with my parents at night with all the lights off and look at the light, just look at the Christmas tree, right? Oh, yeah. Dude, which yeah. hits at a really, like, quaint, innocent... I like that. L- like, nice level, dude. And it, and again, it, it it's all wrapped up in feeling safe and loving my parents and all the, all the things that were nice about childhood. So my yeah. perfect kind of Instagrammable picture moment would involve... Um, now, we didn't do... I may be bearing the lead here. We didn't do a tree this year. Um... Dude, neither did we. Yeah, we didn't do a tree. And I've, okay, dude, real quick, yeah. talk about that. Dude, I've caught a little heat for it, but but basically, so here's the deal, dude, and it has to do with the geography of my living room. In as okay. much as, and you haven't been here, so I'll try to paint the picture for you. Uh, I know, I haven't. You know, we've got yeah. one of these huge, like, A-frame ceiling in the middle houses yeah. where, the I don't know, the ceiling's like 25 feet high or whatever. And sure, uh, sure. so anything that you put in the room just kind of gets engulfed by that. So really, like... And we got this huge fireplace in the middle, this huge like brick fireplace. So the fireplace is the the kind of natural centerpiece of the room. And then on either nice. side of the house are these huge 
like banks of windows. So cool. it's the windows in the fireplace that provide like the, the the sort of natural centerpiece of the room. So in years past, we've put a tree in there, and the tree has just felt like an afterthought, and it always goes mm. into some corner, and the cat always like bats at it and tries to knock it over. It's just a huge pain, sure. and it doesn't bring it. It doesn't add a whole lot. So this year, KK did this like amazing sort of. Christmas foliage and lights thing on the mantle of the fireplace and then nice. in a couple of other places in the room. So there's there's Christmas lights and it feels very festive minus cool. a tree. So I'm I'm thinking this Instagram moment involves like a roaring fire in the fireplace, all the mantle stuff like lit up, um me dressed in sort of the most timeless hipster uh, amazing fit I can I can conjure. Mm-hmm. Kind of kicked back mm-hmm. on the sofa, yep. illuminated, backlit by the by the fire, yeah. and you know just some caption like, you know, thankful for a quiet evening with my family or whatever. Subtext: oh, yes. yes, thankful for how amazing I am. You know, yes. um, yeah, yeah, uh, and and it, it would be something to that effect. And, um, which is, you know, emblematic of why I just hate social media. Cause to yeah. me, a moment like that yeah. shouldn't be public, right? Sure. Um, it should yeah. be private yeah. because no, in real life, if it's private, I'm not wearing an amazing hipster fit. I'm actually wearing no. my pajamas or a pair of like lane college right. football sweats. And, yeah. um, you know, like that's my real life. But, uh, yep. but if I'm doing it for a photo, then I'm getting dressed for it. I'm doing my hair mm. for it. And then it becomes an exercise in fakeness. Yes. Which I'm absolutely. not a fan of. No, yeah. no, no, no. Well documented. Yeah. Well documented. Yeah. I like that, Ted. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. We we did the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. We have a tiny little uh, fireplace in our tiny apartment where, where I live. And yeah. we didn't do a tree this year either. Yeah. We just weren't feeling it. Yeah. But what my wife did was she dra- she did a light, like a light thing mm-hmm. on the mantle of the fireplace. Nice. And it's fun. It, is it looks it's good. It's fun, dude. There's nothing sacred yeah. about a tree. Dude, can no. I ask you? In fact, it's quite pagan. Yeah. You know, if we're going to be uber reformed. Yeah. Can I ask you an oddly specific <laughs> question about your apartment? Yeah, sure. Because as I've gotten older, I've idealized yeah. apartment living, right? Because sure. Sure. Uh, our first couple of years of marriage, we lived in apartments, and uh, you know, if something broke, you could just call the super and it would be fixed. And um, yeah. dude, we had this apartment building that we lived in in Indianapolis <laughs> called Brockton Apartments. Okay. And they were awesome. They were brick. And one of my favorite things about it was when you stepped out into the hallway, you got mm-hmm. the faintest whiff of like cigarette smoke. And it always, mm-hmm. it reminded me of my grandpa. And my question to you is, do you like your apartment? And do you get that like faint little whiff of cigarette smoke when you walk into the hallway? Yeah. So ours, ours isn't as idyllic mm-hmm. as yours. Like ours isn't a brick building. Gotcha. So we, so we live in Everett, which is not a very nice place. Yeah. Um, but you know, our apartment, you know, I think, I think you grow whether, whether it would be considered nice or not, yeah. it's, it's probably not yeah. like, like it's probably not a very nice apartment yeah. just because it's expensive to live out here. Right. Sure, sure. But, but like, just like it is in any place that you live over a long period of time, like mm-hmm. you make it yours. Yeah, that's right. 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 So so yeah, like I like our I like our apartment, mm-hmm. you know, and it works for uh as long as we're going to be here. We're actually trying to move up north where where our church is. We want to nice. go closer to church. Uh but yeah, no no, I mean you you do get that. The thing with our apartment's really weird. It just happened like 
recently. Uh, like a bunch of young families moved in with a mm. bunch of young kids. Oh, that's tough. So, yeah. so every time we go outside, like there's like kids riding their bikes and stuff like that yeah. all over the place, yeah. <laughs> which is, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but, but, uh, you know, they're, they're actually super nice kids, but, oh, but, good. uh, one of them, I got one of them. <laughs> okay. I gotta tell you a quick story. Yeah, yeah. We gotta go. <laughs> this is, I, <laughs> this, this story shows how horrible of a person I am. Okay? Yeah. But. There's all these kids on all their bikes, mm-hmm. okay? And one of them just left their bike in the middle of the driveway, okay? Yeah. I didn't see it. It's just sitting there, right? <laughs> Did you drive over it, too? So, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I get in my car, all right? And I, I'm i backing up, mm-hmm. and I feel this thunk, mm. okay? Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, no, I just hit a kid. Oh, <laughs> You thought you hit a kid, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that went dark. That that was not what I was expecting. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's where I go 100% of the time. Yeah, because then I'm usually not disappointed. Yeah. Um, uh, And I get out, and his bike, like, I hit his bike. I sent it flying, dude. And and the thing was like 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 it was fine. Yeah. The kid comes out. (laughs) The kid comes out, and he's like staring at it. And I look at him. I, I I look at him. I go. Probably best not to leave the bikes in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the parking lot, huh? Dude, that's <laughs> tough he, by you. Wow, yeah, dude, I went, I went full old man. Yeah, you went full I'm old man. So that's ashamed. tough, dude. I'm so ashamed. And he goes, he goes, yeah, that's my brother's. I'll tell him not to do that anymore. I'm like, okay, sounds good. Here you go. Wow. <laughs> I like hand him the bike. I, I felt so bad, dude. How how mangled was the bike? It was not. It was not mangled. Okay. Although I did hear one of them the next week talk about how it feels like his like his his wheel is making a weird noise yeah. when he drives. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Am I a horrible person, Ted? Am I horrible? Mm. I feel like. <laughs> no, I mean it's it's one of those like it's just one of those life lessons, right? That yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you. I know. I was providing a life lesson for this kid. Yeah, you right? were. Like I was. You were. I was the teacher. I was the sensei. Yeah. He was the student. Exactly. Right, dude. I feel like there's a Karate Kid like trope in there. Didn't didn't some storyline in the yeah. movie start with him getting his bike run over? There there was something to do with Probably. a bike. Probably. Probably. I'm not a I'm not yeah. a Karate Kid scholar like our our mutual friend Zach. But um, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, that. did you did you enjoy yeah. the uh, the Die Hard like Zoom watching experience? Yeah, you know, I I couldn't hear Die Hard. Yeah, no, it it um, can't count as your annual Die Hard viewing. Like, and it right. didn't count as mine. So I'll watch right. it again with my family and uh, yeah, kind of observe that yeah. ritual in the in the, the. But I was I was very happy for the invite. It was fun to see people. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got I got I got a little uh, I got a little shout out from KK at the very end. That yeah. warmed my heart. Oh, good. That was awesome. Good. I yeah. appreciated that. Yep. That was pretty great. But Good. yeah, no, that was definitely a lot of fun. Ted, we got to wrap this yep. and do one more because we don't want to do one around Christmas. That's right. Uh, Ted, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for walking me through me feeling bad about hitting a child's bike. <laughs> yeah, dude, and feeling bad about Christmas. This has just been a you feeling yeah. bad episode all the way around. But uh, You know what? Next episode's going to be better. All right. Next episode's going to be better. It doesn't have to be. We're going to talk about. This is our well, show. You know, we could we could be yeah, however we want on this show. thing. Yeah. This is going to turn into just, yeah, yeah two, two men. We're going to change the title. It's going to just be two men being sad podcasts. Honestly, that would play in 2022. <laughs> it would. We'd probably get way more. Downloads. Yeah. 
Dude, All right, that reminds well, me of something I want to talk to you about. Let's uh, let's end this okay. one, and then I'll, I'll run it by you in the next one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Save it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We truly do. We hope it's a lot of fun. We hope it's uh, joyous and you got some good time with family. Uh, you can catch us on all the socials at Cluckcast. Uh, keep dropping those Cluckcast Christmas 22 picks. Oh, we love magical. those. Those, yeah. are, those are great. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have not disappointed. <laughs> uh, you guys are awesome. Wish you guys a Merry Christmas. We'll catch you on the next episode of Cluck. Later. Later.